You are listening to number 14 of the Path to Motherhood podcast. Welcome to the Path to Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, infertility life coach, Sarah Brindell. Join us each week as we walk through navigating your trying to conceive journey. My mission is to share the skills of managing your mind, processing emotions, and living a full life to create a more authentic path to motherhood. Hey there, welcome to the episode. I cannot believe that we are officially closing out 2022. This is a big year for me. I mean, I launched this podcast that was a huge dream of mine. And to think that we're already three months into this podcast, honestly, is like just crazy to me that it's already been that long. So I'm so grateful to all of you who have been listening, who have been following me along on this journey with this podcast, who have been sending me your feedback. Seriously, one of you sent me a message this week about the impact this podcast is having in your life and on your own journey. And it brought me to tears. Like that is such an honor and such a gift. I'm going to cry again now to know that me coming up and showing up and recording these episodes can help even just one of you feel a little bit less in pain, feel a little bit less struggle, and just be getting through this process in a maybe a little bit easier way. And so I'm just, I'm so grateful. Like it means the world to me to hear those messages. I wanted to say that I am so excited. I have big plans, big goals for 2023. And I'm so excited to grow this podcast even bigger than it already is. I have plans to be bringing actual guest speakers on to interview on the podcast. And to do that, I really need to be growing it to get quality speakers interested even being on the podcast. So if you know anyone that you would love for me to interview, send them my way. But also, if you know someone who is on this path, please share this podcast with them. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot of the episode that you're listening to and share it to your social media. Those things really truly mean the world for my growth of this podcast and really what my goal is to get really good quality people on here, be able to really share good quality information from me on here and to get it into the ears of as many of you that need to hear it. So if you know anybody, share it with them. I would be so grateful. So as I said, we're kind of closing out the end of 2022 and I decided that I wanted to do a podcast about that. I know that this can be actually a really tough time for many on their trying to conceive journey. I know for me personally, it actually has been a pretty tough time. It feels like a marker or like a reminder of where your progress is, right? Like when I am passing this torch of going from 2022 to 2023, it makes me think about all that's happened in the last year, the progress that's been made or lack thereof. And just a reminder that I have basically officially gone a whole additional year of not being pregnant. And that's, that's hard. So if you're in the midst of that, if you're in the feels of that, I see you. I am sending you love and light. And I totally understand that that can be a tough time. For me personally, we are almost exactly to the one year mark 
of having made my first consult appointment with my fertility clinic and officially pursuing more options with IUI and IVF, et cetera. So it does feel like kind of like this big mark. You know, we had been trying with GYN, with fertility specialists, with NAPRO specialists before, but specifically in an REI office pursuing IUI and IVF, that's been one year. So it is kind of like a big mark that we have hit that and so far are not pregnant. Man, are we praying for January. So we will see how that goes. But I just wanted to acknowledge, like, I know this can be a tough time and I see you and I'm thinking about you all. And just remember that at the end of the day, whatever is coming up, whatever the emotions that are coming up, it's okay. Like it totally makes sense. It's totally normal to be feeling that way. Don't feel any need to feel guilty for those emotions coming up, for those concerns coming up, and just realize that that is nothing's gone wrong if that's what's happening for you. So some of you may be focused on ringing in the new year, praying, wishing, hoping, believing in the baby of 2023. I know I am. As I just mentioned, we're doing our next frozen embryo transfer early in January. And man, am I dreaming of prepping for the end of 2023 with a baby in my arms. I am so hard. I am so hard dreaming of that and wishing and hoping and planning for that. And I totally get it. And I am all here for the manifestation. You know, if you go back to previous episodes, that I believe that believing in the possibility of the future is absolutely going to get you farther on your path to motherhood. So I'm all there for it. If you're working on those thoughts and you need some support, message me. Let me know what you're kind of trying to throw out into the world. I want to hear about it. But I also thought today maybe what we could do, because I want to make this a little bit of a shorter episode. I know the week between the holidays can be kind of crazy is I wanted to share a couple ideas of some New Year's resolutions that you could consider taking on for 2023 that are kind of fertility focused, if you will. And and I say that loosely, and you'll see why when we get into them. But I thought this would be a cool way to close out the year is to just give you a handful of ideas of some different resolutions that you could consider. I know some people love resolutions, some people hate them. You know, I think that all of these could be beneficial to all of us. So even if it isn't a year-long resolution, even if it was something I'm going to focus on for the next month, I think that would be great. So let's kind of work through these. I have eight ideas for you. So number one, this is one that I have been, it's been so top of mind for me recently, just after some conversations I've had with some clients and actually with some potential clients in the last week or so. And is The first one is that I challenge you to choose to prioritize you on this journey. And I say that because so often I hear about women who they don't feel they can take the plunge to support themselves. They don't feel they can take the plunge to invest in themselves because they're so focused on the medical journey and Of course, the expense from a time perspective, from a money perspective for that, but also they're doing them things to themselves in hopes of a baby. So what do I mean by that? Women are going to yoga, they're going to acupuncture, they're getting these massages, but not because they really are focused on supporting themselves, 
but truly because they think it will get them to the baby. And I don't think there's anything wrong with doing those things. I think that's totally fine. But what gets lost in the shuffle is that we lose the power of being willing to just do something because we're worth it, because it's for me. And so, like I said, I've been talking about this recently. I had a consult months ago and she was, you know, a yes, a heck yes on the consult of I want to coach with you. And then we got to our first session and she said she admitted she was really questioning things. She wasn't sure if it was the right decision. She was feeling anxious about should she really be investing her time, her money, her resources, her energy here, or should she be focused elsewhere? And so we kind of talked about that a lot. I am such a believer and I want you to be coaching with me because you love the process of coaching with me and you want to be here. I don't want anyone to be on a call with me that doesn't want to be there. So I told her, like, if we decide this is the wrong decision for you, then absolutely we can, we can go down that road. But we talked about it. We coached about it. And she truly was feeling afraid to take any time to prioritize herself. And at the end of the call, she felt committed to being willing to just try it out for a couple months and see what happens. And she messaged me this past week and was just sharing how grateful she is that I helped her walk over that ledge of that fear of prioritizing herself, that such huge transformations had already happened in the last four months. And if she would have backed out because she was afraid of investing in herself, she would have missed out on that growth. She would have missed out on those transformations. And that is just like such a gift. So that is resolution number one that you could choose this year in 2023 is choose to prioritize you through this journey. Whatever that means for you, you know, show up for you, not for the baby, not for your husband, not for your medical provider, but for you. Number two is to resolve to enjoy the present moment while also working towards the future. So what I see is a lot of women fall into that all or nothing category. They're either 100% focused on the future. They're showing up to all their appointments. They're saying no to everything else. They're skipping events. They're not going to weddings. They're not going on vacation because I'm trying to conceive. That's the only thing I can be focused on. I'm 100% invested. Or they're the other direction of I'm exhausted of being that invested and now I'm just completely off the wagon. I don't want to go to any appointments. I don't want to think about trying to conceive. I don't want to do an ovulation test. I just want to just completely forget about it and just enjoy now, right? Those are the two options that we like to bounce back and forth between. But what I want to offer is that you can choose to allow both. You can choose to be committed to the journey, and also be present and enjoying the now. Be present in whatever else is going on. You are more than your infertility journey. You are more than your trying to conceive journey. And so I think this could be an awesome resolution to really find ways to really investigate how can I enjoy more of the present while also being invested in the future. So that is resolution number two. Number three, resolution number three is to resolve to heal one relationship that has been damaged by this journey. So I don't know about you, but this journey has a lot of ways that it can impact a lot of things. 
And one of the things I I realized early on is some of my friendships, some of my relationships started to evolve, started to change, started to become different because of my thoughts about my journey, because of my thoughts about my journey and because of my thoughts about their journey being different than my journey. And so those relationships started to evolve. I personally didn't have any that like blew up. I know that happens for many people. So that could be the case for you. But for me personally, I didn't have that. I had things that slowly started to degrade and you wake up a few months later, a year later, two years later, and you're like, why don't I see that person anymore? Why don't I talk to them? Why don't I spend time with them? Why aren't they inviting them me to things? Why am I not inviting them to things? And what you realize is, oh, right? She's she's somewhere on her journey. She has X number of kids. She's completely in a different headspace. She's elsewhere on her journey compared to me. I know I think about one specific person on a regular basis. And so this is one I actually have adopted for myself of healing some important relationships in my life. And she's one of them, right? She has had her children. She is grateful for where she is. She did not struggle to conceive. And I have put a bunch of assumptions about what she thinks about me or what she doesn't understand about me without ever really allowing her to have the real conversations. And that's my fault. That's not her fault. I haven't even given her the chance to show up poorly, honestly. I have backed out of things. I've stopped showing up to things. I've declined invitations. And I I have some regret about that. So this is absolutely an option. This could show up in many different ways. It could be a family member, a friend, a coworker, whoever, but to have the resolution to heal at least one relationship that has been somewhat damaged by this journey. Number four is to resume a hobby that you have paused. So this is kind of related to one we've already talked about, but it is so common for me to hear from all of you that you have put something on the back burner. You've paused something, you haven't started something, or even worse, something that was like a passion of yours has just been put to the wayside while you're focused on this journey. And what I want to say, you only get one life. We only know that we're going to wake up today. We don't know anything more than that. So putting all this stuff on hold, it's it's honestly, it's it's really sad. I know I had this resolution for the last few years that I wanted to learn how to play golf. Kind of random. Uh, my husband plays tennis. I've taken tennis lessons. I actually took a course in college all about tennis to try to get better to be able to play him. It is just not my thing. And I've accepted it. But he also plays golf. And so I'm like, maybe golf can be my thing. Maybe golf, not like I'm going to be a professional, but like good enough that I could enjoy going out with him for a day. And so for the last few years, I've been thinking about, I think it would be fun to take some lessons to learn golf. But I'm telling you, like this thought has been going on, but I have been putting it on the back burner. I literally was thinking, no, what if this is the year I get pregnant? The belly will be in the way and then I won't be able to learn golf and it'll mess up my swing. So I just skipped golf. I skipped golf, skipped golf. You know what is one thing that I have been wanting for so long when it comes to the podcast? That is an easier way to hear from all of you. 
I record these episodes talking to an empty room, hoping that I'm making it into the earbuds of some of you guys and just really helping you on your journey. But recently, my podcast provider came out with a new feature. So if you scroll to the show notes right now, you should be able to see a link to simply text me. It stays anonymous. No worries about that. I actually can't see your phone number to text you back. But this is a place where you can say hello. Tell me what you loved about the episode. Tell me the things you didn't love about the episode. Tell me what you want to hear about next. Just give me your feedback. I am super excited for this feature to be available and to hear from all of you. So please try it out. Send me a message and I look forward to reading them. And I could have been learning that whole time. And then when, if the belly showed up, then I could pause it for a little while. Like such a dumb decision. So this past year, you know what? I said, you know what? This is dumb. I don't want to be like completely skipping this hobby until later in life just because of what if. And I started taking golf lessons and it's actually turned out to be pretty fun. And I am by no means good. But I can actually go out there on the course with my husband for an afternoon, and that's awesome. So that could be a resolution. Choose one hobby, choose one thing that you have been interested in or you have been committed to in the past, and you've paused it because of the journey. Number five, resolve to check in with your emotions 52 times this year. This is my one resolution I'm giving you that has a, has a number tied to it. Of course, you can adjust it, but I thought that was like a great benchmark. Once a week, check in with how you're feeling. It is no surprise if you've been listening to this podcast that I believe in the power of checking into our emotional health. I believe in the power of realizing how we're feeling, what's going on, how how we are, and I so encourage all of you to try this, to set a goal, to take some time, to just see how you're feeling. We don't have to do anything about it. We don't have to make any adjustments. We don't have to self-coach ourselves to a happier emotion. We are just practicing allowing whatever is there to come up and be okay with it. No judgment, no concern, no frustration for where we are, just allowance. So, you know, like I said, you can adjust it. I said 52 times, so you're doing it once a week. It doesn't have to be long. It could be two minutes once a week. It could be two minutes a couple times a week, whatever you want it to be, practicing checking in with your emotions. If you need help with that, if you're not quite sure how to do that, go back to, I want to say it's episode two, but there's an episode where I walk you through the steps of experiencing what it feels like to notice your emotions. And whatever that episode is, I will link it in the show notes for you guys. Number six, choose to invest in your emotional wellness. And this one is absolutely up to your interpretation. This could go in a lot of different directions. I know that when I was working on my goals, so when I was like I call mine typically goals rather than resolutions, but same concept. I've been working on planning out my 2023 goals personally and for my business. And one of the things I've noticed is 
it's really easy to kind of live life on what I would call like an autopilot, to just get through things, to just get to the next step, to just get to the next event, to just push through kind of like I I imagine like kind of like grinning and like bearing it and like not even being present in the moment, not being intentional with your time and just getting through things. And when that happens, like we wake up three months later and we're like, where did the time go? How did all of this happen? How am I feeling this way? It just like seems like it's happening to us. And so what I challenge you to consider is if you could find a way to invest in being intentional with your emotional wellness, whatever that means to you. Maybe that means listening to these podcasts week after week and applying the techniques, the skills that I'm offering you. Maybe that means reaching out for a consult call. Message me. Let's schedule one. Let's get on the call. Let's talk about coaching one-on-one and how that could be the right answer for you for 2023. Maybe that is investing in a therapist. Maybe that is investing in doing some self-coaching on yourself in a regular process, in a journal, whatever that is for you. Choose to invest in your own emotional wellness intentionally so that you don't wake up two months later, three months later, four months later, feeling like you've been on autopilot and you haven't addressed your emotional wellness at all. That's what we don't want. Emotional wellness doesn't have to be stable. It's going to go up and it's going to go down, but we want to be aware of it. We want to be intentional with it. And that is an amazing resolution. Just that one would completely transform your life. Number seven is a really cool concept. I think I'll probably in the coming weeks, do like a whole episode dedicated to this. But I will just kind of share it here to kind of, I guess, like prime things for you guys as an option. And we'll come back to it. But number seven is to approach life, approach decisions through the lens of love. So what do I mean by that? This is really truly like that phrase of like rose colored glasses, right? I want you to imagine when you're sitting down and you're dealing with needing to make a decision that you put a pair of glasses on that are coming from the emotional experience of love. And if you're like, Sarah, I I can't relate to that. Think about somebody, something, someone in your life that you truly 100% have unconditional love for right? So think of that person and really get in tune with what it feels like to have love for that person. Now, if you were coming from that emotional standpoint, if you were coming from that space of love, how would you decide to make this decision? So let me give you an example. I had a client who was really stressing about Should she go ahead with another retrieval to bank some more embryos before she hit another milestone with her age? Or should she go ahead and try to transfer the one or two embryos she has to see if that's successful? And then if she were to have to, she would delay a retrieval for later. And this was a really difficult decision. One thing that I will always offer, and we will do a whole episode dedicated to decision-making, is that both of those could be the right decision. We just have to decide what's the right decision for you. And so what we talked about is like, if I'm coming from love, if I am making this decision from love for me, for myself, for my relationship with my spouse, for this baby I'm hoping to bring into the world, what would be the best decision for me? And coming from the lens of love. Another example would be making like some lifestyle adjustments, changes in your life. 
So, you know, if you have dedicated yourself to making lifestyle adjustments in your food and your exercise and your activities in the hopes of improving your fertility, if we're making these super restrictive changes overnight and making it feel really painful and uncomfortable, I would argue that's not coming from a lens of love. That's coming from a lens of disappointment, of frustration, of shame, guilt. That's not coming from a lens of love. So if we were to put the lens of love on and identify, yes, I want to make some adjustments. Let's make some small tweaks, see how we do, and then build from there. That's coming from the lens of love. So that could be another one is that you resolve to use this concept of the lens of love as your filter for making decisions. And then lastly, number eight of my fertility-minded New Year's resolution options for you guys is to make things more fun. Yes, I mean it. Like this process can be exhausting. This process can be so stressful. It can be confusing. It can feel like everyone's talking to Chinese with you when you go into the medical office and you just don't ever understand everything that they're offering. And we can be so focused on things that we forget it's okay to have some fun along the way. So if you're feeling like that, if you're feeling like I need some more fun, maybe that's the resolution you need this year is just to resolve to find pockets of time where you can squeeze in some fun along the way. And I think that would be an awesome resolution, an awesome one, obviously a fun one, and just a great way to kick off 2023 with some better energy because that's what we all need, right? If we're coming from that place, if we're feeling that experience of fun, then we're going to be more motivated and willing to continue down this journey. So that is the last of the eight potential resolutions I wanted to offer you. Hopefully you guys liked some of these ideas. Pick one that maybe sticks with you as like a great idea. Add it to your list of your annual goals or your New Year's resolutions, whatever you want to call them. Even like I said, like you could just stick it of like, I'm going to focus for January on this topic. It doesn't have to be such a big commitment as the whole year. But just think about it. Think about which one of these would be most beneficial to you right now where you are on your journey. Pick one. And if you pick one, I would love for you to share this episode. Share what you're choosing as your New Year's resolution related to fertility and tag me so I can see it. And I'm just so excited to see what you guys choose. And I'm wishing you all the best luck and all the baby dust in 2023. Okay. So I hope you guys have a great day. Have a wonderful week closing out 2022. And I will talk to you next week. Hey there, Inspired Mama. If you enjoyed this show, I want to invite you to leave a review in your podcast player. This helps to share the message with so many more women just like you. Also, if you know of another hopeful mama on her path to motherhood, please share this episode with her. I would love to get this into the ears of anyone who needs to hear it. If you are ready to step this work up and not only learn these tools, but to apply them to your unique story, head to the link in the show notes to apply for a free consult call. I would be honored to help you.